Good morning. He was a high court judge when a moment in history changed his life forever. On one side stood the scales of justice. On the other, an evil dictator bent on his own tyrannical rule. In the gap stood the man in question. Which way would you pivot? Which way would he? In this moment, his life changed forever. By standing in the gap and choosing justice over tyranny, he became a marked man. He was arrested, imprisoned and beaten, describing his experience as being kicked around like a human football. He suffered severe internal injuries, received the last rites, yet miraculously survived, and eventually was smuggled out of Uganda. Ever since, John Sentamu's life, who retired last month as Archbishop of York, has been to stand in the gap and provide a map to God. He provides us with one of the best living examples of what it means to be a modern day prophet in the mould of the prophets who lived in the most turbulent time in Israel's history, which, as we've seen in this series, with many similarities to the times we're living through right now. This morning, I want us to explore the calling of a prophet in the Old Testament. To do this, we'll examine the life of a prophet we know more about than any other. The book named after him is the, is the longest book in this genre in the Bible and the second longest book in the Bible. And the prophet's reign as such. He had the longest reign of any prophet, with one commentator suggesting perhaps a stretch of up to 60 years, but certainly 40 years. Welcome to the world of the prophet Jeremiah, who by his life's work gives us some of the best and most extensive insights into the calling of a prophet in the Old Testament, as someone who would stand in the gap and provide a map to God for the people, through their messages, through their actions and through their prayers. The first way the Old Testament prophets would stand in the gap and provide a map to God for the people of God was through their messages. Prophets were by their nature gap people because they were called to be God's messengers to speak on his behalf. For Jeremiah, this calling began probably as a teenager when he felt inadequate for the task. I don't know how to speak, he says to God, for I'm only a boy. Ever felt like that? But God equips the called and puts an anointing upon him as a mouthpiece. He says to Jeremiah, do not say I'm only a boy and do not be afraid of those I'm about to send you to, for I will be with you. Then the Lord, we read, put out his hand and he touched my mouth and the Lord said to me, now I have put my words in my mouth. See today, I appoint you. Jeremiah, in line with other prophets, was called to act as the covenant watchdog, who would call out idolatry and injustice in God's people and challenge them to repent and live as the people of God. To a wayward people like ourselves to, corrupt, to confront corrupt practices to those who didn't want to hear it meant Jeremiah carried a huge weight for decades that bore a heavy toll. He was marginalised and ostracised. He was imprisoned and suffered multiple death threats. On one occasion, he was thrown down a sewer and left to drown 
in the squelch. Yet Jeremiah continued to stand in the gap and provide a map to God for the Israelites by being his messenger, often beginning by lifting up his voice and saying in his own distinctive way, the word of the Lord came to me. For 25 years as a bishop first and then archbishop, John Sentimu raised his voice and stood in a gap to provide a map for God. He's called many to turn from their idols and trust in the living God. He's has corralled the northern bishops to do likewise in major evangelistic efforts across northern cities. He has personally had to overcome institutional racism all through his life. He's been instrumental in advocacy issues for the poor chairing the World Committee campaigning for a global living wage. And as a chair of other bodies, he's addressed a number of high-profile injustices in the UK legal system. Prophets stood in the gap and provided a map to God through their messages. Secondly, the Old Testament prophets stood in the gap and provided a map to God through their actions. Sometimes, though, Maybe often we read about the actions of the prophets and it seems to us, well, they did some weird, even bizarre, possibly creepy things. Take us here. Why marry a prostitute who would only be faithful to her promiscuity? Take Micah and Isaiah. Why would you walk around a town barefoot and naked? Take Ezekiel. Why would you lie on your left side in the middle of the city for 390 days? Get my point? Jeremiah too had his moments. On one occasion he's told to buy to wear, buy a linen loincloth, he's told to wear it, and then bury it in the cleft of a rock by the river Euphrates. And then collect it many days later, only to discover it's good for nothing. On another occasion he's told to make some yoke bars and walk around Jerusalem with them on his neck. As we heard in one of our Bible readings, when Jerusalem is on the verge of being captured and taken off to slavery in Babylon, what does Jeremiah do? He buys a field just outside of Jerusalem. Why would you do these things? What's the point? Here's why. The prophets use such actions as visual aids. To illustrate, they were standing in the gap and putting across God's messages. The term we, we give to these deeds is an enactment prophecy. It was one of the most common forms of prophetic utterance used by the prophets. So Jeremiah buries the linen loincloth after wearing it. Here's why he does it. To show how God's relationship with his people is spoiled when they refuse to be with him. He walks around Jerusalem with yoke bars on his neck to, to symbolise the people of God should surrender to the Babylonians. Most importantly of all, Jeremiah buys a worthless field to demonstrate in confidence that one day the people of God would return from exile in Babylon. It's why when Bishop of Birmingham, John Sentimu, stood in a gap and joined a community on the picket line of the city's Rover car factory, which was on the brink of closure. Then, in a last stand of defiance and hope, bought a Rover car out of his own pocket. It's why in 2006, when war broke out briefly between Israel and Lebanon, what did John Sentimu do? He stood in a gap and cancelled a week's holiday. He then went and shaved all his hair off and pitched a tent inside York Minster. 
Then for the next week he would stay there. He'd fast all week and he'd pray every hour on the hour. The following Monday, the fighting stopped. Most famously in 2007, it's why he stood in a gap and cut his dog collar up live on BBC TV. John said to me, said to a watching world that his dog collar was a symbol of his identity. And thus by destroying it, he was showing solidarity with the Zimbabwe people who were losing their identity under the repressive and racist regime of President Mugabe. As we know, he only put it back on after Mugabe was deposed in 2017. The prophets, they stood in the gap and provided a map to God for the people through their messages, through their actions and thirdly, through their prayers. The prophets were deeply prayerful and by their practices they stood in the gap between God and the people. They had a pattern to their prayers. We might like to use the word rhythm as evidenced in the example of Daniel whose pattern was to get down on his knees three times a day and pray to and praise God. Their prayers were were personal. Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet. On five occasions he, he laments to God out of hurt and grief and anger and a sense of danger. The prophets encountered God's presence in prayer as Jeremiah would declare to the people about the corrupt priests and false prophets. Have they stood in the council? In other words, have they stood in the presence of the Lord? And their prayers carried the weight of God's power. In the same way, it's a deeply prayerful life which has formed and sustained John Sentimu and enabled him to stand in the gap between God and his people. Whether it be his pattern of following the daily offices, providing a rhythm of prayer to his life, whether it be his personal prayer vigils on international, national and local concerns, whether it be his six-month prayer pilgrimage that he took around and across the Diocese of York, bringing the presence of God to schools and workplaces, or whether it be his co-initiating of the global wave of prayer we know as the movement today, Thy Kingdom Come. Of course, not all of us are called to be prophets as Jeremiah was, or an archbishop for that matter. But as the first seven verses of the book of Romans remind us as followers of Jesus Christ today, we too have a threefold calling. Firstly, we're called to belong to Jesus Christ, the one who came and stood in the gap between God and all humanity and who made a way for us to call on God as we were always meant to. As the prophet Jeremiah famously declared in the clearest Old Testament sign of the new covenant, which was cut by Jesus' death and resurrection, I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. The first call of anyone's life is to pivot to Jesus Christ as our saviour and Lord above any other God. Secondly, we're called to be saints. We're called to be God's people in the words declared by Jeremiah who call out to God in worship of him and do justice. And we read and he will answer you and tell you great and hidden things that you may not have known. And thirdly, we're called for a specific purpose. To serve God in our setting. 
as perhaps the most famous verse in Jeremiah says, for surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me if you seek me with all your heart. In my experience, we only find our purpose in serving God in our unique setting. If we're prepared, despite our inadequacies and our fears, to stand in the gap and be the map to God, to the people we know, through our messages and our actions and our prayers. Shall we pray together? Once more, we might want to just open up our arms to God this morning to receive everything that he has for us. Almighty God, who called the prophets of old and still calls his people today to stand in the gap and be the map to him. Help us to overcome our fears and inadequacies. Anoint us by your Holy Spirit and equip us as your saints through our messages, actions and prayers. In the name of Jesus Christ, who stood in the gap to be the map for all humanity. Amen.